This is the Automation World Get Your Questions Answered podcast, where we connect with industry experts to get the answers you need about industrial automation technologies. This podcast is sponsored by Columbus Global. I'm David Greenfield, Director of Content for Automation World, and the topic we'll be exploring in this episode is how to get a quick return on investment from analytic software. Now, one of the biggest technology trends across the manufacturing and processing industries over the past few years has been analytics. And while technology companies offering this kind of software approach analytics in a variety of ways, they're all essentially about aggregating data from production devices and looking across the data for trends and or anomalies that can spot areas for improvement or identify potential problems before they adversely affect production operations. But with so many available analytics technologies out there using so many different approaches, Many manufacturers are confused about how to effectively assess the use of analytics for their business. So to help our audience better understand this, I'm joined today by Matt Bowes, Vice President of the Digital Advisory Team at Columbus, a technology service and consulting business helping companies modernize their operations digitally. So so Matt, with with the industrial market practically overflowing with so many analytic software products these days, it can be hard to tell the difference between what the suppliers are offering and what really matters for manufacturers. So given that, uh, let's begin by trying to cut through some of the confusion that's out there by getting a better understanding of the key aspects of analytic software that really matter to manufacturers regardless of their size. In other words, what I'm asking is, you know, what are the top factors manufacturers should be aware of when it comes to assessing analytic software? Okay, sure. And I think a, a good starting point would be to define really even what we mean by analytics and analytic software. So analytics, it's really about using data to answer questions and to solve problems, as you mentioned in the introduction. So the first step is to have a roadmap for what you want to accomplish. What information would be useful to help make decisions and improve your business? Then we can begin thinking about how to deliver that information and how to improve the quality of it. So, so at Columbus, we talk about that as being a data journey. Um, and that journey often starts with small and medium-sized businesses um, using standard reports that tell what has happened with prior events and transactions. As they start to get more sophisticated, they might move up the curve to ad hoc reports, or queries with drill downs that help to explain what has happened and, and why it happened. And now we're starting to see small and medium-sized businesses beginning to move into the next level up, which is really what we would call advanced analytics. And that's where we're using the power of computing to perform the statistical analysis, the forecasting, and even predictive analytics. So the reports and dashboards aren't just showing what has happened and leaving it to the user to interpret the information and try to determine you know, what might happen next. The reporting tools are starting to flag and alert us to areas of risk or areas of opportunity and point us where to focus our attention. So as you can imagine, good analytics depends on having captured quality data in the first place. It, it's, it's just like that old adage, garbage in, garbage out. So, so for that reason, there's, it's really important that there's an overlap or a coordination between the systems that capture the data and the analytic systems that we're, that we're using to, to, to get the data out. So what we at Columbus appreciate about the Microsoft tool set is that these systems are aware of one another and built to work together. 
So, you know, that, of course, makes it a natural fit for teams working on the systems of record to support the analytics team. And, and it's, it's important to ensure that, that we're managing our business processes in a way that supports capturing the data required to answer the questions that we want to solve with analytics. So it's easy to see why there, there needs to be a fluid relationship between the teams that are working on, on capturing the data in your ERP system or your CRM system and the, and the analytics team. So, so in a nutshell, I think that that, that, that combination and that, that ability to work together is, is a really important part of, of this process. Understood. Okay. Thanks, Matt. But looking beyond the technology itself, what are the key applications for analytics and manufacturing? And by that, I mean, you know, where does it have the most impact in the short term? Sure. Um, analytics can be used to solve you know, a very broad spectrum of problems. And sometimes it's easiest to illustrate that by using some examples. So I'll just name a few examples of challenges that, that manufacturers are addressing via advanced analytics to help maybe paint a picture of the types of things that can be done. First off, one good example would be predicting when quality issues are likely to arise, right? So by looking at historical patterns and, and data sets, we can find what are the combination of circumstances that would likely lead to a quality problem or a nonconformance. That way we can not only work to eliminate the root causes, but we can get alerts that a particular production order is at a higher risk than average. And we can take action to reduce the number of rejected finished products, minimize rework and, and lower the cost of quality. Another example would be um, that a similar analysis could help us identify factors contributing to delays in production and shipping. So what, what are some of the, the common denominators on orders that we, we were delayed on shipping out. And then we look for those patterns, uh, the, 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 the confluence of events that, that contributed to delays. And then we can perform analysis to look at the patterns and markers of sales opportunities that are headed in the right direction and therefore help predict which sales opportunities are actually likely to close and which ones are not really such great opportunities after all. You know, another example that, that's very commonly, I think, discussed in the industry is using advanced statistical and analytical tools to help with demand forecasting, resulting in better planning um, and hence improved scheduling and material planning. Where in general, where things really get useful, as you'll notice in each of those examples that I gave, is that we're identifying a problem before it happens. As you'll notice in all of those examples that I just gave, um, things really get useful when we can start to identify a problem before it happens. And, and I'd like to drill into another example of that as well, and, and, and I'll perhaps spend a little bit more time on this one so we can really start to see how the power of computing really uh, brings to bear on, on, on this type of analysis. Um, so for example, it's easy to know all of the signs of an unhappy employee or the factors that might contribute to employee churn. Getting skipped over for a promotion, a bad review, uh, you know, turnover of a manager, multiple hard shifts in a row, all these things that could contribute to an unhappy employee. And while a manager might know about all of those different factors in a general sense, all of those issues are things to look out for. But the hard part in a busy production environment uh, where a manager is overseeing a large team is finding that needle in the haystack. Which particular employee is exhibiting the characteristics of someone that might leave? That's where analytical tools that monitor the data landscape and pull together all the combined data can identify when a particular individual person is hitting enough markers to warrant an alert to the manager. 
it's really the same thing with customer churn, quality issues, delayed shipments, and so on. You know, that's the benefit of putting computing power to work is to find those needles in the haystack and give us advance warning. All right. Well, thanks for those examples, Matt. That's really helpful, especially the the examples ranging from operations to even HR. It really helps clarify uh, the wide variety of application uh, for analytics. With that said, you know, considering how broadly applicable analytics uh, technologies are, who's really the target user for analytics software? Is it something more for executives and plant managers or business division managers, or is it something that can be used by operators too? Well, if we look back at some of the examples that we, we've just discussed, it could be production supervisors, could be quality inspectors, sales managers, could be HR directors. It really runs the gamut. If somebody can make a decision based on having access to information, they're a potential user of analytics. Yeah, I think it's really as simple as that. So given what we've discussed so far, are there any differences between these technologies and their applications when it comes to uh, whether a manufacturer is large, mid-sized, or a small business? And by that, I mean, should different size manufacturers be looking to do different things with analytics or be mindful of specific software capabilities based on their size of operation? Well, you know, I think one of the most interesting developments in, in the recent years has been that Microsoft is really democratizing this technology. They're making not only analytics, but advanced analytics accessible to the mid-market. They're putting all the necessary tools in one environment on the Microsoft cloud with a user-friendly interface and an ability to put together an end-to-end solution in one spot. They're even pre-building the algorithms that analyze the data. In the past, it would have been necessary to have a highly trained and highly paid data scientist to analyze the data. That person would have had to work alongside a highly skilled developer or team of developers working with a number of disparate applications and niche tools to pull all of this together and get a result. Microsoft is changing the game in this regard. You know, they're giving us a set of statistical tools to do the analysis of the data, assign the cloud computing power to perform that analysis, and then taking the output of the analysis and making it available for presentation in reports and dashboards. That's why you're hearing the term citizen data scientist. You know, Microsoft is making all of this now accessible to small and mid-sized businesses. And now, as with any technology, you know, everyone wants to know ultimately, you know, what the return on investment is for it. And given that Columbus works with a variety of manufacturing organizations, what sorts of results are you seeing customers have with analytics in terms of ROI? Well, obviously, the answer depends on the problem you're trying to solve and the particular circumstances of the client. But one example we have at Columbus is is a company that, that produces almonds. And they're using analytics to optimize the way that they sort and select those almonds for packaging. And, and they've estimated that by doing this, they're now saving one cent per pound. Now, on a production volume of 75 million pounds per year, that, that's an annual savings of $750,000. And I, I think that they fall into the cat- same category as the majority of our clients, which is that most of them are actually getting their ROI in a matter of months, not a matter of years. So it, it is a very powerful uh, return on investment and uh, probably one of the best investments that, that clients can make. Well, thank you for joining me for this podcast, Matt. And thanks to all of our listeners. 
And please keep watching this space for more installments of Automation World Get Your Questions Answered. And remember to visit our website at www.automationworld.com to stay on top of the latest industrial automation technology insights, trends, and news.